When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. As a host of a show like this. This is the Rich Eisen Show. The magic forwards. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I told you so. October 19th is when I told you so. The Rich Eisen Show. I said the Golden State Warriors were going to win the NBA championship this year. Earlier on the show, Jets head coach Robert Sala, Raiders tight end Darren Waller. Coming up, Sports Center host Scott Van Pelt, plus your phone calls and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show here on this Monday of Draft Week. It's NBA Draft Week, by the way. Um, uh, Jay Billis, our friend from the Worldwide Leader in Sports, is going to join us on Wednesday uh, to help uh, preview uh, the Thursday night NBA draft. And already there's uh, a lot of rumors flying around in the NBA Twitterverse about what moves can be made in advance of the draft potentially or the new league year beginning with Kyrie Irving. Could he be on the move? We had that conversation at the top of our show if you missed that. Or if you missed Robert Sala of the New York Jets or Darren Waller of the Las Vegas Raiders, there is our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. We have yet to really dive into the United States Open and what went down in Brookline, Massachusetts. And as soon as that ended, uh, I interrupted the Father's Day of this man and said, I would like you to call him to my show. <laughs> and he said, OK, because he is Scott Van Pelt, the magical Van Peasy back here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes Benz Vans phone line. How are you, do Scott? I'm well. I'm well. It didn't interrupt anything. I was just uh, enjoying Father's Day, as I trust and hope you did, and all the dads out there. Always good to visit with you, and uh, and here we are. I discussed it earlier in the program, Scott, and um, you know it's it's rife. It's rife. There's a, it's a third rail conversation in a way. The difference between Mother's Day and Father's Day, and how you know uh, we try to make Mother's Day as special as possible um, mm-hmm. by you know dressing up or going out to to do something particularly uh, special for that day. It's what they, it's what moms deserve. And, um, and that's, you know, um, not the way it goes on father's day. And it's got nothing to do other than the fact that most fathers for father's day just want to be left alone. And I'm wondering if you uh, agree with that assessment, Scott. Well, Rich, we're down at the beach. um, And there's a, I'm going to give him a pop. There's a place that down at, in in a little beach town called Bethany beach, Delaware. It's called the Sandy pony and they make delicious donuts. And when we came down, we got some Sandy pony donuts. Mm -hmm. And on father's day, when I woke up, woke up, I thought, Hey, maybe, maybe some donuts went up. And uh, there was a, there was a, Two-day-old Sandy Pony donut that was left over that one of the kids had taken half a bite out of waiting for Dad. That's mm. what I had. <laughs> there's a half, there's and it's a half great, right? It was great. I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was delicious, and it was great, <laughs> right? The stove. 
No, it was still. I mean, I, I listen. It's I, I ate it, and I was happy to have it. But I mean, there was no brunch. Um, there was no brunch. There was nobody putting on a fancy outfit and going to brunch. Okay, none of that. No, but you wouldn't have wanted that anyway, though. I imagine. Correct. Scott, right? uh, correct. All I wanted at some point was to sit and watch <laughs> Brookline, which I was uh, I was afforded that time, and it was a lovely day. <laughs> <laughs> that's father's day i mean uh, in a nutshell let's watch yep. some golf daddy's got the remote everybody just you know chill yeah that's good. it yeah we're good it was actually it was actually an incredible it was a beautiful day at the beach everybody was having a Fantastic. fun time and, uh, no it was it was uh that that is and that is and and i think you're right i think pops don't you know nope nobody needs to turn up a big fuss over us um i got some lovely cards lovely sentiments and nice. uh I got to spend it with my family. So in all in all seriousness, it was a great day. It was, uh, and I love to hear that, Scott. So I'm glad I wasn't interrupting too much to have you come on and uh, offer your two cents on uh, the U.S. Open and how it all wrapped up. I'll give you the floor uh, on that and what we'll remember and what was significant for you. I thought Brookline was fantastic. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, in this, God, when you say it out loud, you're like, what, what are we doing? I mean, it's 25 years I've been covering major championship golf, which means I've been to most of them, you know, mm-hmm. m- more than once in many occasions. Brookline just hasn't had any majors, and I've never been there. So watching it, it's blind to me, and it's not our event anymore. It's now an NBC uh, property again, and so it's uh, fine and fun to watch them do the heavy lifting and, and watch it. But you're, you, when you're there at an event, you have a much better sense of it, obviously, because you've been out walking the golf course. But I thought it was, I thought it was a fantastic venue. It was clearly hard as hell. You, you, you tend to ident- you tend to look at it a major and say, who does it identify at the end of a week? And there were some interesting names Thursday and Friday, but come Sunday, it's all heavyweights. And even though Fitzpatrick hadn't won yet, he's top 20 in the world. Even though Zalatoris hasn't won yet, he's got like six top 10s in his 10 major championship starts, and he misses by a shot. And Scotty Scheffler, who's the world's number one, who won the Masters, he misses by a shot. Mm. And all the other guys that are right behind it are, are, you know, a bunch of major championship winners. And it felt like the course, as the saying in the U.S. Open goes, identified a great champion. And you know the shot Fitzpatrick hit on on eighteen. Um, you know from the bunker, it, you you, you got to hit a big boy shot, and and when the time required it, he absolutely delivered. So at the end of it, it was it was proper U.S. Open golf, fun. Uh, even though it was a first time champion, certainly a worthy winner. And you know I thought it was a fun watch all the way around. Do you think Fitzpatrick's um, shot out of the bunker? is going to be up there, like, say, with the Corey Pavin, Shinnecock, Mashey, or something like that? Or are you going to be talking about this years that's from now, the, do you think? That's the way Zalatoris framed it. I mean, and he, you know, if you watched, he, he went over and eyeballed it because, I mean, he hit a great drive, and he's got a, you know, at that point, you're down one, you want to know, what are we looking at here? So he went over and took a look, and he's, he called it a one-in-20 shot hmm. um, that Fitzpatrick hit. And he, you know, he said it was pretty ballsy, and it certainly was, and I, I mean, I think we tend to do this a lot in sports. You and I have talked about this. You, you, whatever you and I talk on a Monday after what happened Sunday, and it's fresh, and you tend to think this will be a forever shot. I don't know if it's that, um, but I know that in in golf circles, people are, will remember at that moment and say, "Here's a guy that had never won, had a one shot lead, and had to step up and hit it, and he hit it to fifteen twenty feet." So it's it's worthy of being discussed. I just. I don't know. I don't know if history will remember it the way it does some others. 
Scott Van Pelt here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. And I know you mentioned how uh, the uh, course in Brookline um, had not had a, a major, but it had a Ryder Cup. I, w- I went to it. I was on SportsCenter at the time, and uh, it was a quick drive up there. Uh, did you see uh, Justin Leonard wearing, I guess, the zip-up version of that awful shirt that those guys wore for I the United did. States it, side? It was, did you uh, see that? Golf's had some poor outfits. <laughs> I, <think>. I know. <laughs> Can we just call it what it is? I mean, there have been some poor outfits through the years, and that was, uh, I mean, it, I guess it was meant to feel like the wall of an old locker room or something. But, uh, I don't know what that, that was. That was, a, that was a truly insane day. Uh, and, you know, you were there, so you, you, you as Boomer, I was there. You were there, I was <laughs> hey, not. Right. But, I mean, you know, the shot Leonard hits, a forever shot, you know, and they'll talk. I mean, there was a great video of Justin Leonard, excuse me, of uh, Justin Thomas and Scotty Scheffler dropping a ball during the practice round when Leonard was out walking around, dropping it, saying, let's do, you know, hit, hit the shot. Right? Yeah, it, right. That's one of those spots on a green where you're like, that's where that dude hit that shot. Did then a European come out and complain about everybody trampling on their line? Did that happen as they well? They weren't wrong. That, was, that wasn't, that <laughs> game wasn't over. You know, we typically <laughs> don't storm the field before the game's over. I mean, there was a putt that oh, needed to be that. hit. That wasn't, uh, that wasn't everyone's best moment. I understand why they lost oh. their mind, but, uh, you know. I in remember. The end, I don't know. Was Olafable going to make the putt? I don't know. It's been 27 years. It's probably time to move on. Oh, they were so angry about that. I just remember that. And and I guess, you know, we always in our business, Scott Van Pelt, we always try to pull on strands to make something, you know, uh, I guess a uh, bookend uh, or, or connected in some way, shape or form. I find it interesting that this is the side of that Ryder Cup, and now we're going to have to wonder. I know the President's Cup is affected by the the, the new world order in golf, but who the hell knows with Ryder Cup what things are going to look like from now on with the Live Tour, and now everybody, I guess, focuses on Oregon this week. How do you think the Live Tour has uh, crashed the party, Scott? I haven't asked your two cents on that subject yet. What I here's here's what. Here's where I land with it a couple of weeks in, at least my experiences with this. Because I've covered golf for a long time, whether it's you or somebody that I see out and about that, you know, oh, hey, you cover golf or whatever. What do you think of live? Lots of people ask me about it, and I immediately ask them in return, well, did, did you watch mm-hmm. any of the first one? Nope. But you know that Charles Schwartz will want a pot full of money. Yeah. Okay, well, how long is that interesting to people that – so-and-so is going to win a ton of money in, in Oregon. Um, I, I don't I, – I, I, what's, what's, the, what's the sell here? Like, what's the – I mean, because if you're hitting me with, oh, it's 54-hole shotgun, well, that, that doesn't hold a lot of interest to me, okay? And then the team concept, no one can really articulate in a way that anyone knows or cares. So I, I think what it is is a topic of conversation for guys like you and me and people in our in our business, it's certainly a, you know a lot of Twitter chatter. But then, are people consuming it? Ultimately, that's the part I don't. I, no one said, "Oh yeah, I watched every second of it." So, I don't know. Maybe the fact that it's stateside at a course where, uh, I speaking of, I was there. Tiger won an amateur at Pumpkin Ridge in '96, um, and it's it's a cool golf course. So if people are interested, maybe they'll watch. I don't know. I, I just. It feels like something we talk a lot about, but I don't know who's paying attention to the actual product, and that's at some point a problem. Well, I guess the tipping point will be if some of the events on the PGA Tour that would normally be star-studded is not as yeah. much because they're not there because they've been suspended for for, for playing a couple you're, of events. You're spot on, but the, and and the bigger I think 
that's an issue. And if you end up with two tours that, and that's never happened with football, and it never will. Where you know, there's a, you know, way back in the day, like the USFL, a couple some guys went or whatever. But if you end up with two tours that are sort of split down the middle, and you're half and half, well, then the sport is is crushed by that because then your attention's diverted, and no event has a great field. But what'll happen? What, what the, the, the tipping point really will be? What happens with majors? Because these guys were all allowed to play this week. If, if there's some sort of change where the Masters or the RNA that runs the Open Championship or the PGA of America or the USGA says, look, we're not going to have you guys um, because you don't have enough official World Golf ranking points because you only earn those for events that are 72 holes, well, then that'll be the issue. Um, and maybe if you're Dustin Johnson and you got 150, you're like, I want a couple, I don't care. But I think they do care. Um, so that'll be that'll be the interesting part question that isn't answered until we get to that point. We had the author Al, uh, Alan Shipnuck on the other day, Scott Van Pelt, and I asked him about the majors and you know would they weigh in on this and and he said they want no part of it. They they just want to run their event, stay out of it. There's no reason to call any more attention to it, and just he he doesn't think that uh, the the RNA or the Green Jackets are going to come to the PGA Tours uh, I, cavalry help. I agree, all. Rich, because it's not their job. Um, and and if and, and that the tricky thing is there are there are already five master champs, I believe, if I count them correctly, with Reed, Sergio, Phil, Dustin Johnson, Charles Schwartzel, who play on the Live Tour. That already Masters already has the smallest field to begin with. So if you you want the Masters to step in and say our five of our past champions, all of whom still compete, can't compete. And then, however many other guys that are part of that field that are, you know, that are draws, Louis Oosthuizen, who's been close to winning here on a number of occasions, among others, they don't play. Well, now all of a sudden, our field's down to like eighty guys or something. I mean, I, you know, that's that's not for them necessarily. I can't, I can't imagine them doing that. Uh, and then, they, do they want to be the precedent setters? You know, that others follow. I don't. I, it's a, I'm with Alan on that. I think it's. I think it's going to be. Everyone's looking around at somebody else saying, you, you be the lead blocker on this one. Well, I guess then, then, then the answer is, where does it go from here, Scott Van Pelt? And, and, I, and the, uh, the general sense is, like, do you, do you, if you're the PGA Tour, do you just say, uncle, okay, uh, we'll, let, let's sit down and we'll talk and merge, and the live events are played during the football months. And, like, you, know, take, you absorb That's- that. You, you absorb that. You know, the PGA Tour doesn't really want to go up against the NFL and college football anyway. So what do you think no, about that? Listen, there, there's some there's – some, if, if the PGA Tour were a bit more malleable about how it went about things to begin with and, and were more proactive, then I don't think it would have got to this point. But they weren't, and I think they banked on loyalty just for the sake of loyalty. And at some point, you know, your loyalty is for sale um, when you get to these types of numbers. And that's what, and that happened. So uh, I can't imagine them giving up immediately and just saying, I don't know with it. But then, you know, it's a reasonable question to ask, as I believe Jim Nance did of Commissioner Monaghan. So you gave, you, you, you gave a waiver to people to play in a Saudi Arabian event. Um, So you want, you, why, why won't, it has the same backers. Why, why, why this? Um, I don't know, man. It's just, I, I just feel like there's so much conversation, and I get it. I just it's I don't know who's interested in it. 
No, I know. And we, we, other than us talking about it. Well, we peeked in on it. You know what I mean? We peeked in on it. And, and, uh, the, the graphics looked like, you know, for the team graphics looked like something out of those Nickelodeon games with slot. Like, I don't know what those graphics were for the teams. I wasn't interested in it at all. You know, I mean, the broadcast, uh, I know, I know people who were putting the broadcast on it looked, it looked professional quality. But, yeah, no doubt. you know, but the golf wasn't compelling. And, and I guess that might be the PGA is just like waited out. You know, who's going to be paying attention to, to, to tournament five on the live tour. Sure. Right. Like, so. Well, and then the PGA tour got absolutely, I mean, it was magic for them to go out and have the Canadian open Rory. with a, a glamor group in, in Thomas McElroy and Finau all go out and play like geniuses in right. Canada it was a circus. It's like it felt like all of Canada was out there just going berserk, and it was. And they all played great. And you're, you know, they and and you got McElroy, you know, basically saying, "Yeah, I got one more than somebody else." And it was clear he's he's whether he chose to be or not, he's now kind of, you know, John Snow in, in Game of Thrones throwing <laughs> out his sword. In this case, maybe he's got the bigger army, but nevertheless, it feels like Rory's front and center out there. Saying follow me, so uh, does, that, does that know, make... could do worse. The PGA two could do could do far worse than a, a an accomplished, thoughtful, uh, articulate guy that's not afraid to talk a little crap. So does that make Norman uh, a wildling or the Night King? What is it? What does that, that make? I don't know. That time will tell. I mean, but we found out that that he had the Achilles heel, didn't he? He, had, he we. He seemed so scary, and then all at once he was he shattered, didn't he? Well, I mean, does that mean staring at Alan Shipnuck, by the way? I mean, like, is that is that what you're talking about, or, or... yeah, that was how about that? I, you know, and and I mean that whole that whole first week was quite was quite you know. I mean, again, and, and I don't know if it played out in our little media echo chamber or if the real world was really out there, you know, at the trough feeding. I, that's the that's the part in our business that I never really you, you try to be clever and and you know figure out from a treetops view uh but it's hard when you're down there in the in the middle of it you know you're just fine trying to find some room in the mosh pit and you know go with what you think people are interested in it certainly has been like we've talked about it i know you have everybody has yeah uh, so we'll see if people are watching that'll that ultimately that'll be the thing so is saint andrew's next for you or are you going not for me okay. it's, it, it, it's such a bummer we used to have both the opens and um you know it's it sort of was hot potato with the rights for these events this becomes real boring but uh we don't have okay. either of the opens any longer so i just mm-hmm. uh I, I just watch everybody else work we're, we're our major championship season is done from the tv side well you know what um slumming it in buster uh, butler cabin is uh, is is a pretty place uh, to to do that scott so that's yeah all good no one's you. complaining no one's complaining i just it's i've no, I'm no, happy not. to get to to get to do what I get to do, and uh, you're awesome I, at what it. I get to do from St. Andrews this year's watch. You're awesome at it, Scott. I love watching you on Sports Center. I feel like I'm watching old school. By the way, I had I had Kilborn here for a full hour on Friday. I saw that. I saw that. I, I he gave me the Farina story about the salmon. <laughs> He refuses to age. It's off-putting to me. <laughs> the, my favorite thing is just in the middle of a conversation, he comments on how his pants look on the screen. Like literally half the time he and I are locking eyes having a conversation. The other time is he literally is checking himself out on the monitor. To sure the he is. But he does it. He, he's mastered the art of being just obnoxiously self-absorbed but in a charming way it's, it's, it's just the rarest thing in the world i don't know how he does it he's kilby he's lord kilby it's le- it's leadership as he likes to say but um 
Hey, uh, love watching you as always. Sorry I didn't run into you at the uh, at the Emmys, but uh, that was another yeah, well-deserved yeah. nod for you, days, sir. One of us is going to stand up there. Or not. It's fine. All good. <laughs> Take care <laughs> of yourself. Enjoy well. enjoy the three-day-old donut that's still left in your in your world. Happy Take care. Father's Day, America. That's it. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Scott Van Pelt, everybody. Check him out on the Midnight Sports Center. Uh, Stanley Cup Final Game 3 tonight. So I'm, I'm certain he will be on the air after that. Where the Tampa Bay Lightning once again needing a dub. I think the Avalanche just scored again. Seven nothing from the other day. Yeah, just scored again. Rich Carlos kicked the extra point. Man. Yeah, but that I went, happened. I went last Rich round. Carlos, by the way. But that happened last round. Uh, the Rangers went up two zero in Tampa, and they won four straight. So tonight should be fun. Yes. Yeah, so Scott will be on um, his show, no doubt, after Game Three of tonight's Stanley Cup Final. If we had more time, I would have asked him the difference between finals and final. But a uh, man gave me 20 minutes anyway, so it was fun to have him. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have a couple phone calls. We will take them. And overreaction Monday. We haven't gotten to that yet. Hey. Hey. That's hey. next on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Callaway Rogue ST driver. We just chatted with Scott Van Pelt. John Rahm had a heck of a, a tournament. Came up just short. The Rogue ST Triple Diamond LS is that compact low spin head that the tour players love on the Rogue ST drivers that have been speed tuned to be Callaway's fastest, most stable driver ever. The Rogue ST driver is the only one on the market built by a, by a, a golf equipment company that has been designed to completely bomb it. 
I use the Max. That's the incredible combination of distance and forgiveness. The Max D is a dedicated draw model if you need more shot shape correction. The Max LS is somebody who wants is for somebody who wants something more low spin, stronger trajectory with a more neutral ball flight, but that Rogue ST Triple Diamond LS. That is for the true players out there. Callaway has thought through every aspect of speed, so all you've got to do is go rogue. Find your Rogue ST driver at CallawayGolf.com slash go rogue. Randy in Twin Cities, Minnesota has been hanging on. What's up, Randy? Good afternoon, Rich. How are you, sir? What's going on? Hey, got a comment for you, and I have a question for you. All righty. Um, I do believe while I am walking God's green earth, and I'm 52 years old, that the Live Tour, if they survive and make it, will never have a golf shot that uh, was hit out of the bunker on 18 yeah. or a putt that Will Salatoris had to make the playoff. They will never have that intangible importance on any shot they hit over there for a long, long time. That stuff is years in the making. And uh, that's the biggest difference, I believe, between, uh, well, other than the money, I guess, between the uh, Live Tour and the PGA Tour. Um, they just don't have that intangible, that those memories that last forever and ever and ever at this point. I know they're brand new. Next question, the question I have for you, Rich, if uh, um, if you had the opportunity to become a member of the country club, mm-hmm. is that the kind of golf course you want to play week in and week out? <sighs> Uh, no, look the the setup or or, or what? I mean, I I, I played um, God, a congressional golf club a week before the U.S. Open years ago. I don't. Uh, I got on congressional, and yeah. it was they already had like the the uh, stands set up yeah, okay. on fairways and around greens. Like that's how close to the open that I got out there and played it. And right. it, they had they had yet to cut the grass for the open they were still letting it grow so i played in conditions worse than the u.s open i shot i think a 125 (laughs) how many golf balls and no but i part i i I, a a whole box of them i mean because i i was i was finding golf balls stepping on them okay and they weren't even mine it was golf balls that that members just said screw it i'm done looking for it you know and (laughs) but i part i parred 17 which I believe got turned into 18 years later. It's that the one that the the uh, the island green. I think it was 17 at the time, but it's now 18. It's not it's not island. It's a peninsula at the end of the long fairway. I parred it because I snap hooked my drive off the top row of the stands that were there, and I got a kick into the middle of the fairway, and I played my golf ball up and down from there in three with a huge slice of green paint on the side of the golf ball <laughs> because I took the paint, the fresh paint off of the stanchion. That's, I mean, so no, I wouldn't want to play in those conditions ever, but the course is beautiful. I'm, I, I, I'm not really a gorse type guy. I'm just not, I, I'm, I'm not a Lynx course type dude, you know, but, but the conditions, I, I don't want any piece of that. Is what do you, what do you, so is that what you're asking playing in those well, conditions? No, I mean, I was just curious what your thoughts are on that. And it, it, that, that course, it seems like visually on TV was, um, you know, there's not a whole lot of real estate there. You didn't see fairways that were lined with, no. with fans down both sides. I kind of like the tight quarters. I like the the age of the golf course, and I think that it was a. Oh, I do love history track. like that. Yeah. I love the history of that place, no doubt about Thank it. Thank you, Rich. Thanks for the call, brother. Be uh, be well. Call again. It was a good week for the course. I mean, they played great. That's what you want. You want a U.S. Open. You don't want minus fifteen winning it, kind of like at Augusta. I want a tight. Dude. You know, or if you get if you make a double, you're out. 
Who was the guy who threw his putter? Did you see that? Oh, no, I missed that. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, he been, tripled. Well, like, Hold Chef, on a minute. Sheffler, Let me get this. I mean, Cantlay had that fried egg on uh, near the end yesterday. I mean, it was a... It was fun to watch. Grayson Murray, triple bogey, took his putter and just hucked it. Yeah. Just threw it. I mean, and I also saw a video in the morning um, while waiting for my breakfast in bed for Father's Day. <laughs> um, I saw a video of somebody had the uh, the grounds crew for the course. Celebrate, like, like pumped up for the final day before they went out there. I guess they went through their pre-U.S. Open round four meetings, and they were like, it looked like a hundred people in a room, and they were jumping up and down and celebrating. And somebody tweeted that out saying, uh, uh, "I'm taking the course today," <laughs> you know. But it looked beautiful. I mean, even the you know, like the grass hanging over the side of of the bunker that Fitzpatrick hit out of. It was visually striking. It was. You know, and I hope they get another tournament there. That would be great. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Way, way too long. They should be in the U.S. Open mix. I mean, every 10 years. Let's go. I'm sure there's tons of courses out there, too, right? Sure. Um, so let's get to it. It's a Monday, so it's time for Overreaction hey. Monday right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Hit it, please. Go. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. All right, Christopher, what's on your mind over there? Uh, just just uh, scanning the headlines here over the weekend for some NFL and a couple NBA here. First up, we kind of talked about it uh, last hour. Deshaun Watson, not going to play football this year. Yeah, I don't think that's an overreaction at all. I mean, the league is telegraphing a move through the Washington Post, and I know the Players Association telegraphed their move and how they're going to handle a year-long suspension. But, you know, what what court of public opinion is going to sit out there and say Deshaun Watson sitting out a year when uh, when Calvin Ridley's sitting out a year for what he did, that, that it's, it's beyond the pale. Deshaun Watson should be playing. Uh, honestly, like I said, if, if Watson made... Uh, a better case for himself when he opens his mouth. I'd even say the court of public opinion can be swayed even with the over... I don't even... I mean, the overwhelming number of cases that just mount and mount and mount and stay open in reporting like Jenny Vrentis's story from the New York Times that everybody should seek out. Uh, I, I honestly don't know how Deshaun Watson's going to play football this year. I just don't. Now, it's entirely possible that the league doesn't suspend him for the full year. You know what might be even worse is just like let them have the, have the Browns ha- have like uh, have to play like the last three games of the year with him and see what they do with that. <laughs> see what they do with that. A have fifth, him play meaningless games game or yeah suspension. yeah make it like thirteen games. You know. So maybe they're playing awesome and then they like who knows? Do just, you, do you just I don't know. That might even be worse. Or? That might even be worse. Have it ha- let him hang over them for the whole year. I mean, the Browns deserve As opposed, uh, I, What else you got over there? Okay. TJ, you know what we love most out of our athletes? A lot. Pettiness. Oh, yeah. Pettiness. Okay, did you see what uh, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes said, guys? He said that Marquez Valdez-Scantling's done a great job winning the offense. This coming after he was shocked at the comments by Tyree Kill from last week. So... MVS more touchdowns this year than Tyreek Hill. Oh. So he's Mahomes is going to go out of his way to just target MVS all the time in the red zone. I don't know. So he outscores Tyreek. I mean, Juju's there too. So I'll say that's an overreaction. (laughs) I like where you're thinking. I like the pettiness that you say. Well, it's not petty. I mean, it's petty. Come on. It's not. I mean, 
on the scale of petty, it might be Bryce. All right. You know, Bryce Petty. Should we have different scales of pettiness? Yes. Richard but, is the king. Yes, yes. Well, I feel Richard, like what it goes: Richard, Kyle, Bryce, Richard, Kyle, and Bryce. <laughs> Tom. So it's sort of I mean, like different levels of petty. See, Tom, I think, Tom, I think Tom, Tom, Tom is very high up there. Well, with Richard, Richard, Richard is the king. Is the king. Yeah. So it goes: Richard, Tom, Tom, Kyle, Bryce. I would like to throw Draymond in there. I know he's technically not a he's petty, not a pe- but if we're going to have petty. a, a no, petty no, no. list, you got to no, throw- no, Lori, Lori, actress Lori Petty. She's way at the bottom. This is great. We're going to come up with a petty scale. <laughs> so it's Bryce, if there's petty. Because, look, I mean, Mahomes knows that he's that, that Tyreek's got to talk his guy up. You know? And hey, if, you're going to talk – great. I'm going to talk my right, guy up, so but he's, he's going to have 18 like, touchdowns. He didn't say that MVS has learned it faster than Tyreek picked it up, did he? Not yet. All right. I don't know. <laughs> Overreaction. Next up. At least uh, we workshopped a new petty yeah. uh, scale system I'm here on the Rich Eisen the Show. Okay, great. Uh, Russell Wilson said uh, recently one of the reasons he went to Denver, he wanted to be with a winning franchise, knew how to win. I'm going to say Russell Wilson, MVP finalist. He's never received a vote for most valuable player. Now he's going to be in the mix. You know, there's no such thing as a finalist, right? <laughs> well, they do. The kind of they do now. Well, I mean, awards they have the three guys who are kind of up for whoever it. Whoever get the most first place votes, right? Yeah. So, Russ is going to be one of those three guys. Do they even? Yeah, I mean. So you're saying Russ is going to get an MVP vote this year? Sure. That's an overreaction. Sure, we'll put that. That's an overreaction. That's all I'm saying. It's an overreaction. Again, I need to see. What Russ? So Russ being an MVP finalist means what? Denver wins the division or has a shot to win the division all year long, right? That they're in the mix. Yep, in the mix. In the mix all year, all long, year long, right? And then home playoff game. And then he's got to throw what? He's got to account for what? Thirty-five touchdowns. Oh no, you got to get to that four-zero number. Yeah, I'll, I'll 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 pass on that one. I'll say that's an overreaction. Still, Denver's going to be a wild team to watch this year, man. A wild yeah, team to watch. Yeah, very fascinating. Outside of week one, I don't really know what's going to happen. Can you put up the Denver schedule for a quick second? Let's just linger here. Let's just linger here. So I got Denver's, I mean, we know that what they're opening up against yeah. Seattle. Lock. Just whatever money you have, just put it on Denver. Are you one. really going to say that, huh? Yeah, Seattle's going to stink. And then home, home for Houston, home for San Francisco. Trey Lance, everybody. How about this, man? He can't quit the NFC West. His first year in the AFC West, they play the NFC West. Unbelievable. Have we done the win-loss for this yet? No. Uh, at Vegas, home for the Colts, at the Chargers. Of course they have the Jets at home. My God. That was one of my worst second-half viewing play. It was that AFC Championship game where Parcells and Vinny Testaverde went in. They were up at halftime. and then End of the season is crazy. Dave Meggett Ooh. let the second-half kickoff hit Holy. the ground, and they fumbled it, and Denver came back in and won it. Yeah, I, I mean, look at the end of that. At Baltimore, KC, Arizona, Oof. at the Rams, at KC, oh. home. Well, I mean, it's, it's just rough. gonna be tough. It's tough. They're playing the NFC West, and and they they have six incredibly tough games in their own what division. If, what if Russ closes five and one? That's why I'm saying it's an division. overreaction that he's going to get an MVP vote for the first time in his career. But you never know with him, you know. Let's ride. As he right. says, That's famously. Right. Okay. Uh, Matthew Stafford, guys, talking about how great Allen Robinson is picking up the oh, offense. Oh, boy. I'm going to say Rams offense, even better this uh, year than last uh, year. How do, you, how do you deny that? Cam Akers is going to be there healthy from, from, even from, better. from, from jump? From jump? 
Allen Robinson. It's going to be great when Odell shows up around Thanksgiving. <laughs> Please. You still think so? Yes. Yes. How do they get him in? Why Should not? Him in there. Why not? Why not? Pay him five dollars, and then the rest will be a bonus. I don't know how it works, right? His salary, <laughs> oddly enough, a five dollars NFL <laughs> lowest record, lowest five dollars. They're paying him one. Like it's like it, it's it's kind of like the Dukes. Here's here's your five dollars, Odell, and then suddenly the rest is paid in a signing bonus. That's a ten million dollars signing. Didn't Odell know. take a lot of his money in Bitcoin last year though? Oh. So he did. He might not want to go yeah. that route. He might take actual cash. Yeah, he might take your hard-earned crunky dollars this he time can around. Fold. Yeah, my money don't uh, jingle, jingle. It folds, and he might oh, want some of that. Taylor in his... loves that song. <laughs> you know, I thought that was Ringo Starr the whole time. It is not. <laughs> but no. it's a British dude, right? It's a British dude. Yeah. Yes. Okay. His, his his Taylor's money folds. It does not jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> yeah. What else you got over there? She loves that song. It's amazing. I'm going the other way on this one. Lamar Jackson. You didn't think I knew that song, did you? I did not. Oh, thanks to my over, eight-year-old, all I do. The reels. Yes. Lamar Jackson contract, okay? His money folds. Oh, well, he doesn't it, have any right now. Oh, he's got it. It will, though. Non-issue, 40-plus touchdowns. Knowing him, that's not an overreaction. He Done. Had, he had 43 Done. as MVP season. Done. Done. I'll take it. I'll take it. I have no idea. I, with I, him, you could go either way with this with guy. With him? No, I... With him, it'll be like all of us are freaking out about it. He's like, what are, what are you freaking out about? I'm Lamar Jackson. What am I doing right now? Oh, I'm playing this team. I got it. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take that a mil- I'll take that every day of the week with him. Come on, man. You wouldn't? I have no idea. TJ, would you? Right now. I have no idea what's going to happen with him this year. Right now. As you take this as None. an overreaction, we're overreacting. The overreaction is, in his mind... Us to his contract that he's not. He having. probably thinks we're overreacting. Correct, right. a million percent. Yeah. Which is why with him, he'll just be in his own Lamar Jackson Zen zone. Yeah, and just... Lamar's in a bubble of one. Like, yeah, I know, right? He's not worried about what Lamar's, Lamar's Zen, Lamar's zone? Zen zone. Is Lamar's, <laughs> be careful. That's tough to say ten times. Lamar's Zen zone. Don't, don't try. Zagazar. Just let, let let a lead pipe wielding uh, professional. <laughs> All right, a couple of quarter uh, century uh, handling. Hold on, I gotta A couple NBA ones, guys. As I write down Lamar's Zen zone. Uh, <laughs> Kyrie's coming to the Lakers, guaranteed. Guaranteed, he's coming to the Lakers. It's happening. Can't deny that. That you can't say that's an overreaction, right? <sighs> if he doesn't, that means LeBron's like, yeah, pass. Take your tacos and take it somewhere else. No Taco Tuesday invite here. I don't know, man. Right? No. You see, he's working out with. Did you see he's working out with Kevin Love in New York? Did you see that? Yeah. Was he? Oh yeah, he touched LeBron. LeBron. LeBron's touched a basketball. Oh yeah. Did you see that? Was that, Maybe, a, was that one of those Chris Brickley videos? Was that one of the? It was a video. Videos? I didn't see actually see Kevin Love in the video. But oh yeah. Oh, I've seen some Kevin Love videos. Yeah. But LeBron oh, yeah. was putting in work. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. Maybe he's getting the whole gang back together. Hey. J.R. Smith, the graduate. Wait, well, Jr. has got to take a pause from his. Golf That's career. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, if you're Kevin Love, man, you know you got a few years left. Maybe you are trying to get out of Cleveland and maybe latch but yourself on. Him so much money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, he's already got Come his. Come back here to Los Angeles. Yeah. All right, last one. Uh, this is more my speed. Neither Kyrie, neither Durant, or LeBron ever winning another title ever again. It's over. The new <laughs> league order is taken over. Let's go. NWO. <sighs> What do you think? That's going to be tough. Is Kyrie I- on the Lakers? 
It's going to be <laughs> tough to say that. So neither LeBron, Durant, and Kyrie go go into Springfield one day with the same number of rings number as they currently rings. have on June 20th, 2022. Hey, Rich, just while remember, those, if you say that, that no, no, I will in take a, in a year or two, LeBron, that, right? When those guys gets a ring and then your face is showing up on SportsCenter being the guy who says, Kevin Durant's never going to win again. You don't want that. And you don't think they'll have as a nuanced t- or, 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 or uh, old takes exposed, freezing cold takes or whatever, won't have the nuance to know that this is called an overreaction Monday No, segment. because that's asking people to be rational and People aren't rational. As you know, I'm not afraid of old takes exposed ever, ever. No. I say what whatever I say here from the heart. I'm never. I, I will never do a thing for a click ever. Right, that's my job. Yeah, so, we'll, do, we'll handle that. Um, I'll I'll say that's an overreaction. <laughs> just because you just gotta you know in LeBron you have to LeBron man it's Durant Durant. I mean plus he's gonna be by himself. Oh, by the way, do you know today's an anniversary? No, well, yeah, actually, there's that. Uh, Let's. There's a couple anniversaries I want to hit when we come back right here on the Rich Eisen show. But a a good, uh, good overreaction Monday as always. Let's do it. Uh, Phone calls and more before we uh, head out of Dodge. Set up the rest of the week in a moment. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least. The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here, 844-204-RICH, being the number to dial here on the program. It's great to have Mike Del Tufo here for a day. Yes, um, thank you, Rich. Mike. We, day. Yeah, no, <laughs> day. Well, we got you, right? You're, you're off yes. the rest of this week. Because what are you doing the rest of this week? What are you doing? Setting up for the playoffs for the USFL the, this weekend. At USFL playoffs. And then the championship in two weeks. Regular season is over. We're going to Canton, a place that we've been plenty of times. Oh, so that's where the game is? The in, games are in, in the, both uh, of them are in the, in the in Tom, the Benson, Tom Benson, Stadium. Benson Stadium. It's, it's a great cool. spot. It's a very nice spot. 
Never mixed a game in there. I've mixed plenty of uh, Hall of Fame. Yes, you have. But it's going to be cool. Okay. Great. So you're going going to Canton. You're going to Canton. Canton. Do you know who's in the playoffs? Who's in the playoffs? Birmingham. Let me say, let me have a think. I gotta think. Uh, you, no, 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 you know what? Don't no, make him can't, think. You can't know, think because it. he's got. Birmingham no, 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 no. Let him stay in his lane. New Jersey's one. Excuse me. You're locked in on what you're supposed to be doing, and all of your colleagues know that. Can you uh, play Kevin Kugler, who's oh. phenomenal on Westwood yes. One's Monday Night Football when he sits in uh, and does it? Um, uh, one of the, Kevin Kugler is a great announcer. Awesome guy. Could have been Kevin nicer to my son, Coop, when we stopped by and he was doing the oh, Monday yeah, night right. game uh, in Arizona. Uh, Rams and Cardinals. Uh, that playoff game, we watched him. Anyway, long story short is he gave you a shout-out, right, yes. on the broadcast? Yeah. Go for Last it. Last night, final game. Michael Del Tufo, our audio guru. Mikey D has had everything working for 10 straight weeks. We've heard... Really, if you have a secret, don't let it out on the sideline of a USFL game because Mike and his audio guys are going to pick it up. <laughs> we even heard, we even heard a blue Mikey 80 D. in the background. Yeah, blue 80. Blue 80. So the blue 80 is you. Are you riding it? Are you riding it? There's, there's you're, you're, three of us that leveling? mix. There's three of us that mix. I do the main mix, and there's two guys that were on site mm-hmm. that do the player mics. Okay. And and then the obviously the parab dishes that are yeah, the dishes yes. that everybody okay. it's, it's a team effort. It's a yeah. team effort. But I'm the main guy. I got to blend it all together. And Cooler thanked and the guys that were working with are amazing. I mean, okay, they were all uh, a couple of the guys were off for the open, so they mm-hmm. a couple of guys like a couple of filling guy. But they're I'm, still everybody's group. I'm glad that you're giving uh, your your colleagues the credit yes. that they deserve because yeah. that's what you're normally about. Except that one time. <laughs> when Kevin Harlan shouted out Jeff Walker of uh, the Turner broadcast, and you shook your head upon uh, hearing his name. That fateful day on May 13th, 2019. The audacity. Speaking of, great, speaking of uh, great Sixers moments, uh, I heard this on the Dan Patrick show uh, coming into work today, the show that precedes ours on NBC Sports on Peacock and NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM Channel 85. Today's the one-year anniversary of Ben Simmons passing up the bunny. Underneath wow, against, really? uh, yes, didn't want to go to the line as Trey Young was guarding him. He could have just dunked it on him. It was one year ago today because, as you remember, last year the um, season was pushed back. How about the- one year ago today was when the divorce okay. began. Going it was one year ago today that Doc Rivers said... When he was asked a question, can you win a championship with him? He said, I don't know. I'd have been perfectly fine making it through this Can't entire show not knowing that. One year ago today. And now he's on the Brooklyn Can't Nets. Win Can't win with him. He's on the Brooklyn Nets now, and uh, Kyrie might be departing, and it could be Ben Simmons doing his thing with Kevin Durant. Here's what the Nets, need to, Seth here's what the Nets need to do, Rich. What do they need to do? Trade. Kyrie for Westbrook and whatever it takes. Right? Yes, yeah. Then trade Ben Simmons just back to Philly for James Harden and then reunite the OKC guys and then run that back and see what happens. Should I should I text that to Daryl Morey and see if it's possible? <laughs> Would you take Simmons back for Harden? I'm sure I, he removed his finger on that chess piece the minute it was approved. What do you think? Of all the things that are impossible <laughs> in this world, that ranks very, very highly. On the list, and there's a lot of things that are impossible. OKC reunion in Brooklyn? No. What do you think? All right. No. You don't think so? All right. right, I mean, let's see. Um, Who else can we acquire? Um, Let's see. Nick Collison's retired, right? He's not available. Derek Fisher's gone. 
Serge Ibaka. Let's get him. Oh, yeah, there you go. He's Serge. We can get him. Serge. Reggie Jackson. Oh, well, yeah, we well he's might. probably in the in the trade for Kyrie. <laughs> no, 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 unfortunately. Well, if he goes to the Clippers. Ah, yeah. you know what we could ask about this? Kendrick Perkins. Big Perk. Hey, Let's get Perk big on. Perk. Let's get Perk on to see if he if he would he would he do that? Where's Nazi Muhammad now? We can get him That's involved. A great question. <laughs> Where is he was that? on that team, Nazi Muhammad. He's forty four. Nazi Muhammad. Let's get him. He's not playing anymore. Uh oh! We, it, where's Tabo Ce- Cephalosha? Cephalosha. <laughs> Let's get the whole gang back Let's together. Let's get the gang back together, but in Brooklyn. in Brooklyn. But in Brooklyn. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, it's not happening. Right. No. Right. I, I like your I like your I like your Moxie though. I don't. I like I your Moxie. Appreciate that. He doesn't even, like to one year ago today. He doesn't want to turn back the clock. Want to back the clock. He doesn't oh, want to turn back yeah. the clock, and he doesn't want to turn the clock forward either. Yeah. I don't mind that. Just. I'm going to look back at the a dark time. When are we going to hear about Harden's contract? When's that happening? Coming up. It's coming hey, up. Yeah, soon, it's the same right? thing, too. Oh, he's opting in. End of this year, he has to. A million percent he's opting yeah, in. I mean, why wouldn't he? He's going to get that 47. You know, that's not that's oh. not the issue. It's what comes after that. $47 million. million dollars. Why, why would he call Tom Brady and say, what about my the, the TB12 system? Why, why would he? Because it's the being, contract being James after Harden, that. It's the contract after? What, 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 does what he do you need? Honey bun. I mean, he doesn't need. $47 I mean, I million. He's like John Rahm, right? That, that money the Saudis give me really won't affect the life my wife and I are leading right now anyway. <laughs> you weren't here last week when no, he said, that? When he, uh, so when he said that. I said it was like that line that Salazzo told uh, Don Corleone, you know, $2 million is peanuts to you, then to salute, Don Corleone. salute. I mean, Rom Corleone. Oh. I watched The Godfather this weekend. You did? Oh, yeah. did? I think yeah. after I, you know, watching the offer got me into it. Oh, so I okay. went back and then, and for the first time ever, start to finish. I've you, never watched it in one sitting before that I can remember. Wow. So, and by the way, happy anniversary to your favorite movie. It was oh, 46 yes. years ago, 47 years ago. Jaws. Jaws in the I theaters went near you. This day with my father, I think. Forty-seven Either day years one ago. or day two. I know I went. One and then, two, I and then, and then it. So then it was the. Uh, it's the forty-fifth anniversary of the next time you went swimming in the ocean. Oh please. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, that was. Robert Shaw getting eaten on the big screen. I'll never yeah, forget. I mean, come on. Never forget. I, think it was on our, I think it was on our honeymoon where we dove. Susie and I dove off the side of a boat somewhere, oh, and I'm I'm like looking, looking down. down. I'm snorkeling, and she just grabbed me by the foot. <laughs> <laughs> I still won't go into water. She laughed about it. <laughs> Happy anniversary, sweetheart. <laughs>